Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Indiana is Ag plus Bio plus Science. It's presented by Agrinovis Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with uh, leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, ag, science, and technology all converge. Today, this week, excited to sit down with David Rowe. David is the Chief Technology Officer at Epigee here in Indianapolis. And David, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here. Thank you. Uh, Epigee, I think this is a fascinating story, a lot of moving parts to it we want to get into. But first of all, tell us a little bit uh, about your uh, background, how you got to your current role at Epigee. I know you have background at Dow AgriSciences, among others, but give us a little background. Uh, I'm from Texas originally, but came to Indiana uh, you know, to join Lilly out of graduate school. So that's how we, we ended up here. Uh, the part of Lilly I worked for, which was the, the crop chemicals part, merged with Dow to form Dow Elanco that became Dow, Dow, Dow AgroSciences. A lot of the know-how involved in what we're doing here actually was learned or developed uh, at Dow AgroSciences. And, and one of the groups that I was working with or was responsible for was the group we called Healthy Oils. And so that provided a huge amount of insight in terms of the market, uh, who, how, how you could build a healthier oil, what the enabling technology was. And so, and then a significant number of the people on our team actually are people who I met through those Dow contacts. I mean, amazing scientists, amazing engineers. And it's really given us a huge kind of running start in terms of figuring all this out. Think Epigee. I think this is a fascinating story that people are really going to be interested in because of um, what the end result is. I'll just read uh, from uh, some text here. Epigee is the most effective, versatile, and safe way to sharply cut calories, but also preserve taste in a wide variety of of foods is that is that an accurate? It's an accurate. It's absolutely accurate. We've got you know if, the the amazing thing about it is how safe it is and how 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 good it tastes. If you can't hit the taste mark, you got nothing. There are lots of ways to have things that you don't like uh, that cut calories. But the the incredible thing here is in things like mouthfeel, flavor delivery, having a nice long finish on something like like ice cream or or chocolate. Uh, those things have proven very difficult or even impossible to do. One of the other benefits of Epigee is you can use it in, in food preparation that requires a lot of heat, baking or frying specifically. Most things that you could contemplate just break down and do not hold up. Um, and we have extraordinary performance in those, those sorts of applications as well. Tell us a little bit about the history uh, of Epigee because it began as, what, Choco Finesse? Was that the, the original? Epi- the, the, our company Epigee is less than six months old. We created it at the end of 2018 as as a result of a very significant capital infusion from Heritage Ventures, which is part of the, the Heritage Group, which is based in Indianapolis. Before that, for the last, almost a decade, we're building this technology, growing it out, working through the regulatory process, figuring out how to do tough things like manufacturing it at, at efficient scale and, and low cost in the company called Chaco Finesse. And Chaco Finesse was based upon licensed technology that we had, had licensed from universities that had originally had it 
donated to them by companies who had just given up, just couldn't figure out how to get through all the all the the technology roadblocks and the and the regulatory roadblocks to make it possible. So we we're standing on some some fortunately we're standing on some very broad shoulders here. It's a little bit like a like a, the proverbial iceberg. Right? What you see is actually a small part of actually what all is underneath the water supporting it. We were talking before we started our conversation. The first company to uh, really market this is an Indiana company. Is an Indiana company down in Evansville. It's called Health Smart Foods. They've opened. They created a line called their Sweet Nothings Chocolates. Uh, we're working with a large chocolate company, Blommer Chocolate in Chicago, and they're supplying the chocolate that Sweet Nothings does. So that's fine to have an Indiana connection in terms of actually first to market. And you've also got, a, as I understand it, a huge launch coming up. We are so excited. We're working with a European company who has developed an amazing line of ice creams that they actually debuted out at Food Expo in Anaheim, California earlier this spring. Uh, the taste is incredible. It really does make you think like you're eating one of those super premium ice creams that have a thousand calories a pint and their stuff, you know, thanks to Epigee and some other things they're doing, have less than 250 calories. So we're wow. super, super excited about that. Wow. Um, food innovation, food tech, uh, including uh, new ingredients or products, really something we uh, haven't talked much about in our podcast. So we're eager to learn more about the uh, really the importance uh, of the segment uh, on the ag biosciences. Why is uh, it seen as holding so much potential? A, a lot of this has to do with dissatisfaction with the health outcomes associated with the how the American diet has evolved and the need to essentially figure out a way to deliver the food that people like with fewer of the things that, that we shouldn't be doing. Too much fat, too many calories, uh, too much sugar. And so the, the big opportunity here is to essentially figure out a way to get have people have it all. Deliver the taste, deliver all the sensory attributes that we want, and then essentially less of the things that are essentially really undermining American health. And that's both the challenge and a huge opportunity as well. How about consumer preferences, uh, consumer attitudes toward food, ag science, and technology? Um, do you think consumers are ready for more technology and innovation in their food products? All consumers would say, hey, we'd love to have all the taste with uh, with fewer calories, but but what about that attitude about Gary, it's it's an important question because the market's changing and it's evolving. Part of this is on is on generational lines. Millennials, for instance, are different from the the people who came before them. Uh, it also has to do with education and lo geographic location. There's some there's some it's important to understand who your consumer is uh, and essentially make sure you're tailoring a message and a product that meets those needs. Uh, and, and you know, you, you don't want to essentially waste time and, and scarce money on things for people who are not receptive. Mm -hmm. You mentioned earlier the HG Ventures um, investment uh, of $8 million. What does that mean uh, for the company? Gary, it really gives us gives us a runway. You know, we, we've gone, we've gone, come so far. I'm so proud of our team and what we were able to do up till now. But this really gives us staying power and credibility. It gives us access to high, large volume manufacturing. It gives us, it lets us tap into some of the technical capabilities that the Heritage Groups has here and in, in, in other parts of the country. So from a credibility, access, Access and, and essentially the ability to say, we're here, we're going to be able to deliver on what we're promising, and we've got this really powerful economic but also technical backstop for us that essentially gives us, gives us credibility in this process. 
about uh, growing uh, this idea, this company in Indiana? It, you know, it seems to me that just in the last couple of years, the momentum and, and the support are around the ag biosciences with groups like Agrinovus, uh, who are, are truly supportive and shining a light on innovation. What does that mean to companies like Epigee? It, it's really exciting to see, to see things come together. I think part of this is this is kind of a, a, a giant that's been hiding in plain sight, given all of the capabilities we have here, lots of smart people. People, strong institutional support, uh, and I think it's kind of fun to you sort of you're around and, and no one sees you to all at once people saying, "Hey, we've got something special here," and under Beth and and, and the the whole Agronovus initiative and really dynamic leadership to essentially say, you know, "Hey, this is something." This we're we're positioned to win in this area. So let's mm-hmm. be smarter about it in terms of mobilizing what we have available, raise the visibility of it, and make sure from a private and as well as from a government standpoint, we're doing all the things to sort of help to close the gap between the potential and the reality here. Talk about as we as we wind uh, wind up here. Uh, what's next for for Epigee? I mean, you mentioned this uh, this huge launch with a European company uh, this summer. But as you look, uh, uh, assuming things go as you would like them to go, what can we expect to see from, from we, Epigee? Uh, we're, we're adding resources here. We, we've created a, a, an office, which we've sort of been been living in sort of startup mode for a long time. Uh, and over time, we're looking at critical critical skills that we're, we're going to acquire here and build on here. Uh, and I think the real thought is this: this is a great this is a great base to sort of build from, uh, from a, from all the reasons we've talked about. So we're excited. Uh, we're excited to be here. Excited to have a lot of positive momentum and, and a lot of good news. And we look forward to more of it in the future. It truly is a fascinating uh, story and fascinating technology, and will be interesting and fun to watch uh, things develop. David Rowe, the Chief Technology Officer at Epigee. David, thanks for stopping by, and good luck. Thank you so much. It's great to be here today. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. And thank you for joining us uh, on this latest edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And you can keep up to date with Agrinovus by following them on Twitter, also on Instagram at Agrinovusin, and also find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm Gary Dick. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.